This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. On the heels of his National Book Critics Circle award-winning memoir, Half a Life, Darren Strauss, author of the New York Times bestseller Chang and Eng, presents us with a wild and indelible story based on the loves and losses of Lucille Ball, the woman who became Hollywood's first true female mogul while navigating a tumultuous personal life. In the book The Queen of Tuesday, Strauss mixes facts and fiction Memoir and novel to bring us face-to-face with one of the world's most remarkable entertainers. The novel begins with a daring conceit that the author's grandfather, Isidore Strauss, may have enjoyed and suffered as a result of a passionate affair with the legendary actress. As Strauss shows, Lucille is a singular character, the greatest screen idol the world has ever seen, and the most powerful woman in the history of Hollywood. She starred in America's first big-time interracial marriage. She loved hard. She may or may not have been a communist, and she more or less single-handedly came up with the modern television business. When she got pregnant, she convinced a network that viewers would accept warmed-over episodes, thus creating the rerun. While making millions laugh on the small screen, in private, Lucille struggled. Her partner in that famously happy marriage that people tuned into reliably week after week couldn't stay faithful, and she found it difficult to balance her ever-ascending fame with the demands of being a mother, a creative genius, an entrepreneur, a media tycoon, and most of all, a symbol. Darren Strauss is the author of the best-selling novels, as I mentioned, Chang and Ang, The Real McCoy, More Than It Hurts You, the National Book Critics Circle Award-winning memoir, Half a Life, and a best-selling comic book series, Olivia Twist. The recipient of a Guggenheim Fellowship and an American Library Award, Strauss has been published in 14 languages and 19 countries. He is a professor of fiction in the graduate writing program at New York University, makes his home... In Brooklyn, happy to have Darren Strauss join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Darren, welcome to this program. Thank you for having me. That was an incredible introduction. I feel like there's nothing I can add, so thank you so much. <laughs> All right, so how did this idea originate? And Darren, in, in what ways does it differ from your previous books, The Queen of Tuesday? That's a great question. So it's a, it's a mix. It's, it's sort of an odd book um, in that it's... Uh, a bunch of things at once. It's a memoir, and I've written memoirs, as you said. So it's a sort of family story about my grandparents and my, my grandfather specifically, and their very unhappy, weird marriage. And then it's sort of a biography of the golden period of Phil Ball, the time when she went from struggling actress to the world's most famous woman. And then it's a, it's a, a chronicle of their passion affair my grandfather and lucille ball which is imagined so um so it's sort of like a summing up of everything i've tried to do in my career so far i felt like i'd written a bunch of different books and i wanted to try to make a greatest hit sort of compilation of everything i learned how to do and this is what i came up with darren well i love lucy premiered back in 1951 Lucille Ball remains one of America's most ubiquitous figures. Why do you think this book, The Queen of Tuesday, is significant today? I think, well, that's a good question. I mean, it's a great story, I think. You know, Lucille's a fascinating story, and, and I added a love story. So I think just in terms of a good read, um, I think it's the, the kind of time where we're sort of desperate to get away from the moment. I mean... The modern world, whatever your political outlook, is pretty tough right now with the pandemic and with this election. I mean, I, you know, we're, we're talking about this a few days after the, the last um, debate, the first debate, rather, and just 
so I think people are sort of hungry, at least what I've heard from readers, they're sort of hungry to get out of this moment and into something a little distant from that. And Lucille herself is such a, an important figure, as you mentioned, for the country. I mean, she was the first female mogul in Hollywood. She sort of set the standard for what a woman can do in this industry. Um, she not only was the most famous actress ever up to that point, and that's true. I mean, it's measurable. Her show was so popular that the New York reservoirs would dip when she broke for commercials because the whole state was going to the bathroom at the same time. And that doesn't really happen anymore. <laughs> but beyond that, I mean, she, she greenlit shows like Star Trek and Mission Impossible, which had a huge effect on, on the culture. Those shows wouldn't have existed if she hadn't been an executive. And, you know, on top of that, like you mentioned, she had the first interracial marriage on TV. She forced CBS to hire her husband. They wanted to pair her with a white waspy guy, and they said they just didn't think America would accept an interracial couple because her husband, Desi Arnaz, was Cuban, and and she was, you know, <clears throat> a red-headed white woman. But she said, no, too bad. This is my life. I want I want to share it with the world, and so that's that's what ended up becoming the most sort of um, beloved marriage in, in American TV history. We're chatting with Darren Strauss here on Speaking of Writers. His book is The Queen of Tuesday, a Lucille Ball story. How did you find the writing process, particularly Darren, as a male writer portraying a historical female figure? Well, that was the real challenge. You know, there is this discussion now about. Who can write about whom? But, you know, there's such a long history of, of people writing about people different from themselves. You know, some of the greatest novels of all time have female protagonists from, from male writers like Anna Karenina or Portrait of a Lady. So, you know, I think the key is just to do it respectfully. I I loved Lucille Ball. <laughs> you know, we all love Lucy. I, I really felt like this was a, a story that needed to be told now because people know her as a TV star, but not as this sort of uh, proto-feminist icon. So I really wanted to tell the story and, and do it with respect and get her back in the national discussion. And so I think the key is you just have to do it in a way that um, isn't exploitative, isn't cheap, you know? And so I think if you just think of a character as a person first and try to then inhabit that person's mind and personality you know if you do it you know in the right way i think i think it ends up working out darren what was your research process like for the queen of tuesday well i studied with the great writer el doctorow who teaches where i teach now uh, at nyu or taught rather he he unfortunately passed away four years ago i guess but um he said doctorow you know who wrote great books like ragtime he said when you're doing a novel, do the least amount of research you can get away with because your responsibility is to the story and it has to be a fun story. And if you do too much research, it can read like a textbook. And I think there's something to that. But with someone like Lucille, who's so beloved and so well-known, you have to do a lot of research. So I read, I think, four biographies and her autobiography. And the reason I think that it was worth telling, even though there are those biographies, is because as a fiction writer, I could take liberties that they couldn't. I mean, she was a very withholding person. 
And so if you're a biographer and you're trying to tell the story of someone like Lucille, I don't think you can really capture what she was like because she didn't really tell people what it was like to be so famous. So I thought, you know, um, a book like that, a, a, mem- a, a biography about her, will be really dry. It can tell you facts like she had the equivalent of 85 million viewers a week, which is interesting, but it doesn't tell you what it's like to be in the center of that whirlwind. And so I think the reason to write a book like this, which is sort of a hybrid form, a new kind of thing, there aren't too many books like this, if you mix fact and fiction, you, you can have a very compelling real-life character, and you can then try to imagine what her life would be like and to, to convey to readers a sense of the texture of, of someone like that daily existence, which I didn't get from any of those biographies. Darren, what was your primary challenge in writing this novel? Well, there's so many. You know, writing someone so famous, you have to sort of bring to life someone that everyone knows and also try to make her seem new, and that was tough. And it, as I said, it's about my grandfather, and and so writing about his flaws, I think, was hard because I loved him, but he was a very flawed guy. And, you know, it's about a love affair he had, so... Imagining, you know, love scenes between my grandfather and Lucille Ball, intimate moments was sort of, was a weird and strange challenge. Did you use an outline or you let the story unfold as you were writing it? Well, I just sort of a mix because I know writers who don't have any outline at all. I mentioned Dr. I study with him. I, I teach with Davy Smith. And both of those really great writers say things like, you don't have to know anything beyond the day you're writing about. So they don't have any um, outline at all. They just go with their imagination, which I think is interesting because it allows you to let the story dictate itself to you, which can be really fresh and organic. And then I know writers who plot everything out to the last detail. So before they even start writing, you know how long the book is going to be exactly and everything that's going to happen. And for me, that would be a little too stifling. So I try to mix both because I want it to have a good plot. I want it to have a lot of in- engaging plot turns, but I don't want it to seem too canned and, and fake. So I, I generally write for like 100 pages, sort of figure out what I have, and then after that I start to plot it out. So that way hopefully it's fresh and organic, but also has an engaging plot. Are you working on another novel? And if so, can you give us a sneak peek into what it's about? I'm actually working on a screenplay right now. Um, you mentioned my memoir, Half a Life. Uh, there's a, an Australian director named Josh Wakeley who optioned me and asked me to write the screenplay. So I'm, it's a weird thing to go back to both a book you wrote and your life and try to <laughs> tell that story again. So this is like the third time I'm experiencing that, that story. But, um, but it's, been, it's been fun. And what would you like readers to take away from the Queen of Tuesday, Darren? Well, uh, the great question. I want I want it to be fun and engaging for them, and and uh, I want them to learn about Lucille too. I want to sort of make people realize what a cool presence she was. People don't realize that she was so um, uh, determined to make it. She she lived in upstate New York, you know, so she. She was from um, the Watertown area in upstate and ran away from home when she was 16 and came 
to the city to try to make it and fail, a producer said, you're not talented, you're not pretty, you're not funny, go home. You're never going to make it. And so from the time she was 16 to the time she was 40, she just kept trying and kept trying and kept trying. And, uh, and finally, as I said, became so famous. And you know, only in, re- in writing the book did I realize that that's what almost every episode of the show is about. If you know the I Love Lucy show, it's about a woman who is told she's not talented, who keeps trying to get on, on TV, get in show business. Darren Strauss, the author of the book, The Queen of Tuesday, A Lucille Ball Story. Darren, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a real pleasure. It was a great question, and it's a real honor, so thanks. Thank you, Darren. And this is Speaking of Writers. Oh.